One, two, three, four. Hodgson around to Carey. Hodgson lassoed by Callis. Look at Callis. Look at Callis. And the All Blacks starting quickly. And that's a set. And away goes for Lau. I don't think they will run him down. Kicks it. Takes it. That is a blinder from Nathan Lyon. Callis. Big boy back and we can't run him down. Oh boy. Where are we? Big boy. <laughs> Dark days in Australian sport this week. It has emerged that Australia has been accused of ball tampering in the cricket. And Jack, Joe, Fisho and I are around the Redfern HQ table. And we're going to dedicate a whole segment to talking about this ball tampering and what we are going to do with it. But first, it's time to discuss learnings. Jack... What do you have a gripe about? AFLW. There's no problem with AFLW. People think there is a problem with AFLW. People think that because the AFLW has been running for two years and people have been paid a pittance to do it so far, that we need to immediately change the format because people that play it aren't very good yet. Yes. This is fucking stupid. The yes. reason this is, this is my learning for the week, which is people will do anything to condescend AFLW. Because basically... If you give people a full-time salary in a sport, eventually they're going to become quite good at it, as opposed to Linda. Linda's an accountant. Yes. Linda plays AFL twice a week at training and then once, once on the weekends. She is not a professional sports person. She hasn't, doesn't have time to this. Joe and I spent how long the other day watching NRL in the 1960s? It was shit. Yeah. You need it to give people... Is. Let's fucking calm Sorry. the fuck down. <laughs> It's going to be all right. Just leak it. Let's, let's give it some time to breathe here like a fine wine. That's my learning for the week, Tom. That's a good learning. That's a good learning not related to the Australian cricket team. Joe, do you have a learning that's not related to the Australian cricket team? Uh, Tom, my learning is about the AFL-M, the other one. Um, mate, <laughs> key learning. Was here. your learning that M is W upside down? <laughs> exactly. Mormon. <laughs> No, AFL Mormon League. It's the Mormon League. No, no, look, I watched uh, a couple of games on the weekend and I watched the game between the, uh, I think it was the Suns and the Kangaroos. Yes. Um, up in Cairns. Oh, my God. And my learning is that Cairns is not a good place for outdoor sports. No. At all. It was torrential. Oh, my God. They it, had 100 was... millimetres of rain during the two hours that the I, game was on. That, I think the cyclone may be crossing as we record. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to get the boogie boards out and go for a little skimboard across the field. It was terrible. And an AFL is a, a game where the, the ball handling is very, very important. As we saw in the AFLW, it was raining there as well. And so it's just very, very, very scrappy. And cans ban it. What, There's a line for a reason. What's the rule when you try and bounce the ball and it floats because there's a puddle? <laughs> Is that the bounce or no? Well, usually when it's wet, you actually like tap the ball on the ground. Ah, good so learning. Because that's, that's I've seen that. I've seen that. They reach down and, and tap, and tap it. it. Yeah. Does it because there's tap, less error. Does it have to tap the ground or can you just tap the surface of the water? Because it can't. That <laughs> oh, was for different. God's sake, Fisho, do you also have a learning? I, I do, and yeah, mine's also about AFL this week. So I on. <laughs> Inspired by last week, I went away and I had I went into a more in-depth look at clangers. So I got all the mm. player stats what from 2017. What did you learn? Uh, so I learned two things. One, on my data set, CL stands for clearances, oh not clangers. <laughs> so, <laughs> so does that mean your fact, your fact and fiction was a sham last no, week? No, that, no, that one was genuinely clangers because this was, data was from a different source. Um, so, so it's all fine. I did, I did keep check. your data clean, boy. But what I worked out is clangers... 
given it's trying to measure fuck up, so it should be a measure of who's bad. It's a very bad stat for doing it. So look at. So last week we sort of touched on this, but I want you guys to have a look at this plot I've got, which mm. will be hard to explain. Grass on a podcast. On everyone's favorite audio visual podcast, <laughs> so Gum Nut Sports. For this, each dot here is a player. Is that a spew? That is. That's clangers versus disposals. Okay. It's a straight line, pretty much. Yes. Just yeah, okay. the more clangers you have. The worst part is, even when you cut it by uh, who was good and who was not. So purple people got a vote in the brown low. Jesus blue Christ. People, wow. Blue people didn't. This so is an incredible that, graph, Fisher. It's just, it's just, it's just, really it's just good. an extension. So clangers, so basically... Got, so basically, the more you touch the ball, you mo- the more you fuck up. The more, Except, you, the more you do well. Player. Who are the outliers? I, yeah, Fisher, what's the line that we've drawn through? Are we stealing your thunder? Uh, well, I, I haven't gone into that depth, and I want to save some of that stuff for a future fact or fiction. Excellent. So, so yeah. Why. So look, there, there's a bit more to it. I found it. This this is a data set which has counted one percenters in AFL, which is a brilliant stat to bring up. So there's more to doing it. But for now, clangers shit stat for measuring shit players. That's there my you go. Learning. Ground yeah. broken. Good good thinking for show. Thank you. I Ground think we, should a, we should have a we should have a content piece called Graph of the Week. <laughs> social strategy. <laughs> So that's interesting. And then my learning is also about AFL. I'm, I'm glad we're all on the bandwagon for the first week of the AFL season. There was season. literally no news in the league, and Union was all Red, Reds were playing at two in the morning. Just yeah. let me have this win, you <laughs> bad man. Um, so my learning of the week is I watched today uh, the Western Bulldogs get absolutely thrashed by GWS, mm. and I am 100% certain now that the Western Bulldogs are the worst team to win a premiership in the last 20 years. Yeah. They are a piece of toast. Tom, does that mean that the Swans lost to the worst team to win a premiership no, in the final? No, it means that the Swans, once again, choose the most important times to have bad days. I reckon if there was a seven-game series, like there should be... Oh, God. <laughs> another topic. You mean a seven-week another topic? series? The Swans would have won. I reckon they were just literally riding on a wave of cocaine and emotion. But that's why the dogs okay, wait, are good. Are you, wait, what? No, I have no grounds to back no, that but, up. Fisher, <laughs> this is why the dogs are good, because they're so poor and it was such a Hail Mary. They're not like Serena Williams and yeah. they're just expected to win. This is why it's going to become a movie. That uh, whole season was a one-percenter season. Yeah. What, what I find really amusing, I saw something saying the hangover's still lingering for the dogs. I'm like, I don't think it's a hangover anymore. No, no, no. It now is a genuine stinker of a hangover. Yeah, at, now, <laughs> at the point, it's, a, it's it. a two-day hangover and it's definitely cocaine it's and juice. A, it's a yeah. two-season hangover. All right, boys, are we ready to talk about the bad place? We can talk about the bad place. All right, uh, next segment. Of course, South South Africa at the moment. They've been playing a very bitter, a very uh, aggressive... Spiteful. Spiteful. Test series over in South Africa. And it really has kind of come to a head overnight, uh, where it has emerged that Cameron Bancroft deliberately ball tampered. Now, what is ball tampering? No, it's not sticking your hand down the front of your dax. Although he did do that. Yeah, he did that. Although he did do that. Is it free balling? It is not free balling. What it is is roughing up one side of the ball to help it swing more. So what he had is he had a piece of tape that had some grit on it from the pitch, and he was rubbing that on the ball to rough it up. Now, doesn't sound like a lot to the non-average cricket listener, but it is one of the three rails of cricket that you do not touch. 
and the Australian team has been uh, wrapped up in this because it wasn't just Ca- Cameron Bancroft. Apparently, there was a discussion at lunch by the leadership group about should we ball? Should we do should, something to the ball? Should we ball tamper? Should we ball tamper? Should we free ball should to we- see if it gives us a luck? <laughs> should we should we do something with the ball to help it get swinging? And it doesn't look very good, does it, Jack? Yeah, Tom, you're exactly right. And the reason it doesn't look very good is because essentially what has happened is the entire leadership taking responsibility for all of this in what is essentially it's a sackable offence. Mm, yeah. It's kind of like stealing a laptop from work or, you know, trying to make out with your boss's wife. Well, everyone's and, done it, but if you get caught... <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's, it's 100% keep it to yourself. But so we thought... There's an opportunity for a segment here because if the whole leadership team is on the chopping block, you can't cut all five no. of them. No, no. Just, play? Well, there'd be no one left and we'd have to get Glenn Maxwell they, back in the team. They've got a squad of 14 in South Africa. No, so, yeah, 14. If you cut five, that's nine. You can't feel the team. Exactly. Just, just, just for the sake of our listeners, yeah. the leadership team is Steve Smith, the captain, Dave Warner, the vice captain, uh, Mitch Stark, Nathan Lyon and Josh Hazelwood plus Bancroft. That's actually six. Yeah, I've just that's done some. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's 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 quick a significant maths. number of people. That's quick. You maths. can't you can't take them out of the game. All you can't take all of them out. So of we've game. thought to ourselves, Gumnut Sports does not want to weigh you down, but we do not in any way want to endorse this despicable cheating that we have no time nor respect for. So how the fuck can we? Punish these people in a more effective way than an MRP that gives them weeks. Welcome to Gumnut Sports Cruel and Unusual Punishment. You're a fan of weird punishments. I, I am. You I, strike me as the kind of man that would, you know, just dabble in some waterboarding every now and again for funsies. <laughs> and tell people no. smile. <laughs> Except he's the one being waterboarded no. and Odes is holding him down. <laughs> she just mockingly says, smile, Odes. <laughs> So what should we do? What should we do? Now, Make I'm, a, do homework? I'm, a, I'm a fan of the ironic punishment a bit. Right. Now, this is more something to be imposed by the match officials rather than uh, Cricket Australia itself. Mm. But I'm like, I'm like, okay, you guys have tampered with the ball. You've stri- shaped the ball to your thing. You, for the rest of the series, don't get a new ball. Oh, oh, that's really that's good. The rest good. of the you, series. You, you, that's you, good. Not, not even you. the nice ball. You get like the same ball <laughs> getting constantly bashed out of shape until you can only like that is, lob that's it. That's good from that's you. That's a really good part. Oh, yeah, I'm just imagining like James Sutherland's got you by the throat against the wall and he's like, you wanted it rocked up. Yes. <laughs> and it's like by the end of the test, it's literally a grenade. Like it... <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it the only thing possible is... The it, cork it, bit inside it. Nathan which, Lyon bowls cork- 200 overs. <laughs> yes. Oh, Fisho, fuck, that is that is good from you. Good yeah. areas, good areas. Joe, how would you punish these traitors? Uh, live by the sword, die by the sword, you cowards. I reckon open it up, free market. South Africa can ball tamper too. Because oh, no, I think they've got that's a terrible idea. They've got better idea. swing bowlers than us. No, that's an actual terrible. That's idea. a great idea. Have no, you gone all don't fight the law, change the law? You can't match cheating with cheating. Yes, don't get can. Jack. Don't get Jack started on don't change. Don't fight the law, change the mate, law. Mate, mate, I've come up with seven different solutions within Tom, that framework. Okay, soccer. Right, they played that, and someone decided to pick it up and run towards the goal. Right, 
Hello, <laughs> rugby was invented. <laughs> we in, it's, it's a new form what? of cricket where you cricket, can do whatever you want. Cricket league. Cricket so unleashed cricket X. X. It's cricket cricket. X. So you so, can turn the ball into a cube and then just throw it at the stumps. You're wearing like a suit of chain. You know those Rubik's cube. Do, do you mean like the reflex balls where it's like you throw it on the ground? You just come in with a swing king. Yeah. <laughs> you just go for it. It's incredible. One of Warney's spin masters with the like exactly. grips for your fingers. Mm. Exactly. That's a terrible idea, though. That's the worst idea you've ever had. Jack? I think you, you guys have come at this from a, a groupthink perspective, whereas my, my opinion is we need to come at this from punishing the individuals with their worst fears. Now, let's think about the people involved. David Warner has to bat with a 1960s-sized bat. That oh, is that's his, good. That's no, no, no. He has to bat with Sonny Bill Williams. <laughs> Get out. You're a bad right, man. That's reform. You're a bad man. man. Oh. All right. Mitchell Stark, also involved, has to bowl right-handed. Oh, that's good. Yeah, okay. No, no I'm, it's just cruel and unusual. Darren Lehman, the coach, must be involved. Darren Lehman has to grow his balding hair back. Oh, oh my God! So just like leave it on top. Just, just grow the sides leave, out. Leave, or, it, leave it on top. Or does he son. have to get a rug or a bad comb over or something? Or he's just going to no, grow out whatever grow hair it has. Out. Grow Haircuts it out. Have always been part of Haircuts hair. are a part of the Gumnut Sports yeah. tradition, and we will continue it. Steve Smith is not allowed to fidget. Oh wow! <laughs> and he has to oh. cut out that thing where he steps across his stumps. His average is dropping back to the thirties, boys. Yeah. Oh. So you reckon attack them all personally? I reckon get them where it hurts. They've hurt me where it hurts, which is cricket and also my Twitter feed. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to get them. Mm, very interesting. Well, my, um, I think my cruel and unusual punishment would be one of the, one of the best sub stories to actually come out of this whole debacle was Michael Clark raising, oh, his, actually, I thought raising his well manicured head. <laughs> so obviously some pundit has asked him some stupid question, which is like, would you be willing to come out of retirement if all the guys got fired? And, of course, he kind of gave some answer indicating yes. I think that is punishment enough for the entire Australian cricket team. Oh. Michael Clark comes back in as a well-manicured, semi-retired media professional. He's escaped to... from his temple of perpetual <laughs> suntan. Yeah. And he actually comes back. As captain. As captain and leads the team for the rest of the tour. I reckon the boys would arc up. I reckon that is the most cruel and unusual punishment we can give. Good for the team because you've got leadership from a softie, which is what we need. Good for the public because we don't have to listen to him in the commentary box (laughs) with his his vitamins and his minerals. Get out of here. Because, like, how long has it been since we've actually had a suggestion of a broken fucking arm? Oh, I know. Genuinely. Like... I actually remember when that was controversial. <laughs> remember when that's all we were upset about? Remember when that's all we were upset about? We weren't insulting wives or like shoulder charging oh, or terrible. maybe tampering with Or, the ball. yeah, like half team conspiracy. Uh. The only way to improve on it would be Jack's suggestion in our group chat as well, which would be to also bring back Shane Watson as vice captain. Oh, so we can good. drop him again. Just, oh, exactly. oh my God, bring him back for one it. game and then drop him again. We need an escape goat, Tom. <laughs> an scapegoat. Who is uh, okay. an scapegoat? Shane Warne. Pivot. <laughs> no, no. This is a good pivot from Jack because we can't just dack everybody. Who is the scapegoat that we need to go down with this ship? Well, I think this was the. I think this is part of the thing that's gotten people really arced up. So the the person who's been accused of ball tampering. Who, who tamp- tampered? Let, who ta- well, let, let's be of, honest. He tampered. Of, but yeah. The the man who tampered was a young player. Was Cameron Bancroft? A lot of people are seeing it as. The young guy's done it. He's taken the fall. He's taken yeah. the fall. The young guy's taken the fall. Young guy who's 
honestly under a bit of pressure. Yeah, exactly. So he's trying to, to help out in. the team and yeah. you know whatever. He was the one that got so he six was set up boys, to, he, but Sarge has found him. Yeah. He was set up to be the scapegoat, but I reckon no. they'll find another scapegoat. And I've got a really bad feeling it's going to be Darren Lehman. Mm. I have a theory on this, which is basically from the evidence provided by the 57 different TV cameras around the ground, really it's looking like Darren Lehman's involved. Peter Hanscom's involved well, as the 12th man. Yeah. Steve Smith's involved because he was involved in the leadership group. And um, Cameron Bancroft was the guy that actually executed this. I am actually increasingly saying I don't see a way for Steve Smith to get out of this. I yeah. think that he's going to have to step. I don't think he has to resign from the team, but I think he has to resign the captaincy. Dave yeah. Warner is in the leadership group. He can't do it. You can't have a bowler as a captain because they're always injured. I'm really worried we're going to end up with Mitch Marsh. Oh, <laughs> no. He'll be Sean before Mitch. No, but it wouldn't be no, he's going the long-term old. option. Oh. You're not, it's, not like, it's not like you're just giving... Steve Smith isn't just getting weeks here. He no. hasn't just gone in front of the yeah. MRP. He's gone in front of the country yeah. and admitted... <laughs> That he's a fucking cheat, and that in is one of not the sports on. yeah. that like really. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> dude, fuck. What's the be... equivalent in AFL? Oh, yeah. the equivalent in the AFL would be like the Barry Hall punch on Brett Staker. Like, there's sure, a way. Back, sure, but, equivalent would be like Wayne roiding, roiding or something. Uh, it's the when your mates miss yeah, both of those. Mates miss both it. of those people now have very successful media careers, though. So I'm not sure. There is a way back. There is a way back, but it's not through playing. Yeah. Fuck. Do you reckon it'd be Mitch Marsh or Kawacha? No, 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 can't, can't, no we've discussed this. Kawaja can't catch. Uh, does that mean he's not captain? Correct. Okay, yeah, good. Because your catch. captain is dropping the ball every time. The captain enforces discipline, uh, you so they can't, need to be one of the best fielders. You can't literally and metaphorically drop the ball. Correct. Can't okay. catch, can't captain. We at Gumnuts uh, just want to clarify that we think this is absolutely awful and we are all, as cricket fans, really disappointed with this. We're trying to find a light-hearted way out of it because, you know, that's our style. But we're all very <laughs> upset. We've all seeded very the upset. high ground to Faf Duplessis. Oh, I know. really Christ. pisses me off. So oh. annoying. Dark. Now, now Virat Kohli is a less shit person than Steve Smith. Oh, no, I, I hadn't even thought of that. Oh, oh I'm also, sorry. Can, oh, shit. Ah, fuck, that really hit it. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's over. Steering wheel. Collapse the steering wheel, yeah. Give steering wheel. Hey! Hey! Steering wheel. Somebody tell him to give it to me. Come on! Whoa! Nice to meet you. Um, so, listeners, we were at the pub on Friday and we got. Tom and I got into a bit of a heated discussion about Formula One. Tom thinks it's uh, a very worthy spectacle on the Australian calendar, and I don't, essentially. So basically, the point of this segment is, Tom, why should we care about F1? Why were we even talking about F1 at the pub? What was wrong with us? I think it's a credit to our pub-going abilities that I don't remember any of the discussion. But to answer your question, Fisho, guys, Formula One is a sport. It's not. No, it's, not. it's, part, wow. it's part of a thing called motorsport, right? How do we classify a sport? It's both thinking and mental, mm. right? Wait, what? Sorry, sorry. Both thinking and mental. <laughs> it's, both, it's both mental and physical ability. Yeah. To affect something, yes. right? Within the rules of a construct. That's so wide. Right? Physical, physical, you literally, <laughs> physical. Tom is pointing to his head while saying physical, everyone. Physically, physically, your body needs to be able to take up to six Gs in a car in some corners, right? Mm. It is your body on the line. Your body also has to be super tight, super slender. You have to have fantastic reactions it is a physical sport. People come out of these cars dripping with sweat, right? Mentally, right? You have to get yourself around these highly sophisticated, complicated tracks. 
You have a look at their wheels. Their wheels have 78 different buttons, 78 different modes on it. They're making adjustments to the car at 350 kilometers an hour going down a straight. How is this not a sport? A couple of things. One, so you say physically they have to respond to a lot of G-forces and they have to be slender. So the astronauts, Tom, is space going a sport? <laughs> it's a spectacle. No, because That's they're not racing each show. other. They're racing gravity. Space race. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you No, what Fisho is trying to say is yeah. that all of this sounds very interesting. Very, like, don't get me wrong, very interesting. But this oh, is we not couldn't do it. None of us could do it. This like, is not reflected watching you. We, we tried to watch with you before and it looked you, like... You let me have 30 seconds in between quarters. If we gave you 30 more. seconds of AFL, you would be satisfied. It looked like I was standing on an overpass watching traffic. All right, so, Tom, if I were to humor you and I were to say, Tom... What the fuck am I actually looking for as yes. they pass the hairpin turn for the 347th time beyond a small change in the time that Daniel Ricciardo is behind the probably the third placed person? Okay, let me set the scene for you, right? Let me set the scene. It's Monaco, right? Daniel Ricciardo has qualified on pole. What does that mean? It means he's first on the grid from okay. the start, right? It's a bit of a big deal, right? He's leading the first 20 laps of the race, right? Then there's a safety car, which means that there's a controlled car that keeps everybody at the same pace while they clear a crash. There's a safety car. So Daniel Ricciardo comes into pit, right? But what's happened is that his pit crew didn't realize he was going to pit at that exact moment. So all of a sudden they've had to rush out with tires and they haven't gotten there in time. So his pit stop takes five and a half seconds instead of three seconds and he loses first place and he goes back to third. But, but and then he slowly starts working his way up. He gets a little bit closer to second and then he passes him on the one place of the track that you can pass and then he gets back and he slowly comes back and he slowly comes back. He's almost coming first. He then uses something called DRS, which is called a, the drag reduction system, okay. which is a flap that opens in the back wing to let more air through the car, which gives you approximately 50 kilometers more down a straight to pass Vettel, and he's in the lead, and he's <laughs> going to win Monaco. He's just got to come around the last straight, and then, oh, Ricardo has won. That's why you watch Formula One. It's the right. process. By the way, that didn't actually happen. Yeah, I, made I was going to say up. he's never won Monaco. It's like fan fiction to me. <laughs> okay, that's interesting. That's so, and it sounds very continuous in the way that you score. Continuous. Right. It's laps in, around in the, the circuit. Of course, it's <laughs> continuous. Exactly. But I mean, how? What? Am, what exactly am I looking for? Am I looking for the numbers looking, on the side? No, you're looking for changing. how close they all are. Right? Because you can be six seconds away, but if you're in the faster car, then you can get yeah. slowly how, closer and closer how, and closer. How is that it's an anticipation thing. How is that different to watching a comeback in sport? On the way, the I exact like comeback. Yeah, I like it's comebacks the exact in sport. Same. Oh, you, just, you just snookered yourself. I did. Okay, no, that okay, was bad. Okay, okay. <laughs> right. I accept this. Is snooker a game or a sport? Tom, who should I go for? Because at the moment, I think I, I don't have. I'm trying to watch it for the sport, but I need someone oh, to this get is good. behind. This is, good. is it like the Brisbane Racing Club? No, no, exactly. this is good. This the is good. BRC. Let me. <laughs> that's actually your fundamental problem with Formula One. There's not a Queensland team. No. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let me put it in terms that you'd understand. Mercedes are the Maroons. How? In they what are way are the Mercedes Maroons? <laughs> no Apart from they start with M. Sorry, no one's as good as the Maroons. <laughs> no, these guys are that good. So the Mercedes are Maroons, right? They always win. They're always going to come with the best car. They've got the best drivers. They are the ones that have it all right. together, and they are the ones that are to beat. They are the pinnacle of the sport, right? 
Uh, then you've got Ferrari, right? Ferrari, the uh, Hawthorne of the AFL. They're like a historic club that's won lots and lots and lots over the years and they've always kind of been there or thereabouts. They're almost like a, Ho- a Hawthorne or a Geelong. They're like always there or thereabouts and they're, they're pushing, they're kind of emerging, right? And then you've got somebody like Red Bull. Red Bull is like the Melbourne Storm. Right. Oh, okay. Daniel. Daniel Ricardo. Are they rotting? Are they yeah. the salary cap? They D- could be. DNF King Mark Webber used to drive for them. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Correct. That wasn't they, my joke. I they are like that. they are like the Melbourne Storm because they are the new kids on the block. They are outside the traditions of the game. They're not really from a powerhouse, for example, team. They have not a huge amount of history. They're new to the team, but they've always overachieved. There's always over, they're always overachieved. Now, the one difference to the Melbourne Storm is that they've been quite bad for the last four to five seasons, but they're always is on the up. Is that because they have Daniel Ricciardo? No, it's because their car technology sucks. That's the other thing about Formula One. It turns is out when you build a so, car out of an aluminium can, it doesn't yeah. work. I was going to say, you named three teams. One had... Uh, one was a sports drink, not a sports car, and one had shitty cars. And <laughs> Red Bull, not a good fuel, except for people. Oh, mate. No, no. There's it's a Red Bull button. not even good for people. You know, like NOS? Yeah. There's a Red Bull button What's in NOS, the car. Sorry. Oh, and they put Red Bull into they the engine. They put Red Bull into the engine, and it gives it wings. <laughs> a wing. On Is the that back. that weird drag wing thing? <laughs> it's part of it. Yeah, it's part okay. of it. But that's why I like Throws it, boys. I think, I've, I think I've convinced you. All your arguments are moot. It's but, a sport. See, the thing is, Tom, you've made a really good point here that I think you actually have convinced me of, that it's a sport. What you haven't done is make me want to watch it. Well, that's a completely kettle of different kettle of fish. I feel like that needs to be your objective somehow. <laughs> like, you'd be like, we agree that it's a sport, but okay. it's still a sport you don't watch. How's about this? Okay. Every race, someone could die. Okay, I don't want to watch that. <laughs> Damn it. It's like, watching, it's like watching the luge at speed. Now, Tom, but what about... I've got 10 sports teams now that I follow as a part of this podcast and also because I enjoy sport. Who could I replace? I want... I can't believe I'm saying this. Hypothetically, if I wanted to get into this, from when, what is the shortest period number of laps that I can watch to appreciate appreciate it and get into it? I would watch... The shortest number of laps. You really got to watch a Grand Prix start to finish. I'm. How long does that take? That is the least helpful. It's an hour and a half. Mm. Not a helpful answer. It's not that bad. No, hour and a half. That's like a game of footy. That's a game of footy. If you watch the last half of the next Grand Prix, because the the back half is where it gets super duper exciting. So we we should have watched the Melbourne Grand Prix. The Melbourne Grand Prix. Melbourne Grand Prix actually was very exciting, apparently, from the tweets that I read, because you guys wouldn't let me watch it. Oh, shit. I think that within the construct of the 10 teams you follow, it's time to 86 the Brisbane Roar. And bring in, I reckon a team that's right up your alley. I would say, I would say Red Bull because there's an Australian in there, yeah, and then okay. you, and because I know that that's a, a big thing for you. You're wearing an Australian cricket shirt right now, and I'm ashamed to be. Here goes Palmer, who picks it out of bounds on the floor. How could anyone do that? Uncut. Gumnut of the week. Who is the biggest cheat on the sheet? This. He's gum nut of the week, special edition, you flog Cam Bancroft. <laughs> no, we are going to all nominate, and it's a clear, clear winner this week. We are all going to nominate the uh, Australian cricket team generally for their uh, complicity in the ball tampering scenario. It's not a good look. We don't like it, but we are all going to focus on the specific part of this story 
that we do not like the most? Beef. Joe, what's your part? Oh, huge beef. Massive beef. All right. Leadership team, Smith, Warner, Lyon, Hazelwood, Stark. What have they got in common, boys? They're all from New South Wales. Oh, no. Grubs, they're all for feeders. Of course, they Sack don't know how to feeder. fucking win. Sack for feeder. Sack these blokes. It's not on. New South Wales must go down. It's pretty good. It's good from you. My, um, my government of the week is the silent man who, true to his name, <laughs> silent man. stayed silent when the suggestion was made. There's 11 people in the team and only five people in the leadership group. No one thought this was a shit idea. The silent man has done his job again. Oh, my God. What if the silent man was Cam Bancroft? The silent Cam. The silent Cam. Oh, it makes so much sense now. Um, I am going to specifically call out, it was probably the worst look of the entire thing. When the cameras found the piece of tape and Cameron Bancroft dropped it down, uh, actually, no. When the cameras actually found the piece of tape and the, and the odd ways he was using it, uh, the cameras kind of focused on it. And then you saw... Big Boof, Darren Lehman, oh, he, raised the walkie-talkie solemnly to his mouth, whispered a little bit of sweet nothing down to Peter Hanscom, who was literally handballing a Sharon to himself. Could not like that man anymore <laughs> in that moment. But well, then the yeah, team. he became the... Well, I actually feel really bad for Peter. He became Hanscom. the messenger yeah. Yeah. of disaster. He then runs out and tells Cameron Bancroft, mate, time to put down your undies. <laughs> And he Good did. thing he was wearing undies, wasn't it, Tom? But just the whole connection of, <laughs> yeah. like, time to cover this up, like, try, time to make sure that this isn't a thing. Like, it was going to be a thing. As soon as the cameras found it, he may as well have just walked up and been like, I'm toast. So what you didn't like is that the way in which, when he was found out, the signal went down for him to shaft the tape. Exactly. It yeah. just looks bad. It looks like the cover-up. It, it, it looks makes, like it, it, makes it look even more like, like premeditated, organised cheating that is everyone's upset about. Yeah. It's water tape. Look, I've. <laughs> that's actually better than the current hashtag, which is Sandpapergate. Yeah, that's awful. That um, or Sandgate, look, which is also a suburb of Brisbane. There, there's a lot of things. As, as we touched on earlier, the disappointment we're all feeling. In fact, I just saw a headline that says Australian government calls for Stephen Smith to be removed as captain. <laughs> it's a fucking. So, it's a lie. That's a thing. It's a lie. Quick info is chasing clicks. The yeah. ASC has called for it. They are not I, the government. They are funded by the government. It's like the ABC denouncing Russell Crowe. Yeah, all right. Th- th- thank you. <laughs> thank you for it. But what really pisses me off is so... I was really annoyed about this yeah. earlier. <laughs> so Bancroft's done the D. He's got caught. The umpires have then looked at the ball, been like, nah, I reckon it's right. Play's continued. And South Africa have continu- continued to plunder us. So not only did we cheat... <laughs> We got caught and we cheated so poorly it didn't make a difference. Oh, not only are we evil, we're just shit. If you're going to cheat, cheat properly. Fuck's sake. I agree with Fisho. Yeah. Oh, fuck. All right, should we vote? No. Or no, I, I think agreement? it's just no, an we, agreement. We voted on the Australian cricket team. That's it's a gentleman's yeah. agreement. It's, the, it's like... But also... If fucking Mitch Marsh becomes captain of this team... I, I'm, I'm out. I'm leaving. Is, your I'm out. Is there going to be a block that you do? What do you mean? Are you going to do your block? Oh, he's going to do his block. Uh, like, time. I'll do my block if this happens. That's What's the joke. Have you never heard that expression? Did you grow up outside of Capital City or were you raised on the womb until you were 40? I have no idea what you're talking we're about. Ending. Do your block means get you really never heard the expression, I'll do me block. 
I've never heard that. Oh my god! Well, wow, it sounds familiar now. But and on, <laughs> and on that bombshell, and oh, on that bombshell, fuck. ladies and gentlemen, we're sorry for a slightly depressing episode, but we're all slightly depressed. <laughs> now we've got to go and watch the Swannies. Now, and hopefully, restore off today. to watch the Swannies. They did just kick a goal. Wait, it was on. G'day. Yeah, See you g'day. all later. Gotta go. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>